Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning! Diaria! It's time to wake up. It's five, and we're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show, your early morning shot of sports on 95.7 The Game. Come on! Oh, yes. It is the pregame show. Welcome in. I am Joe Spadoni. What a wild Sunday in the NFL. What a wild weekend in sports. If you're just getting off your graveyard shift, if you're getting into work, if you're getting onto the bridge, either one or three, a lot of bridges, four, trying to count all of them, Richmond, Bay Bridge, Golden Gate, San Mateo, yeah, there's a lot of them. But if you're just getting to work, getting ready for school, getting the kids ready, welcome in. Thanks for joining me. It's chilly out there, even though I decided to wear some shorts and flip-flops. Gets toasty in the studio. Man, it was chilly out at Levi's last night. Saw everyone bundled up. Sunday night football. Winter is coming. Shout out Game of Thrones. What a win. A game you needed to have against the Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert, Brandon Staley, Khalil Mack. Star power was there, but they were banged up. No Keenan Allen, no Mike Williams, no Joey Bosa. And the Niners got the job done. Got a lot to get to today. Leading up to that game, we'll just talk about the crazy slate in the NFL. Bills, Vikings, Cowboys, Packers, hell. Tom Brady in Munich, yeah. Bayern München, the Bundesliga, Tommy, got the job done. Help the 49ers out. And we will, don't you worry. We will get into what I am dubbing the worst loss in the history of football a little later. The debacle in the desert that left a quarterback in tears. We will get to that. But right now, it's about the 49ers getting a game they needed, getting a, over 500. And that was the goal. I've said it all year. If you could stay game below, game above, or at 500, you will make the playoffs, and you will give yourself a chance. And they have a chance right now to go on a little bit of a run. 
The 49ers, it was an interesting game. I never felt like they were going to lose that game. And I'm not a fan, so you have an unbiased perspective. Just both teams are looking at both of them. It's like, you know what? Chargers are leaving a lot of points on the board. They settled a lot. That D'Amico Ryan's red zone defense continues to be stifling. Very impressive. They just hunker down. Shorten the field, obviously. And just that's when you need your weapons. That's when you need a Mike Williams. You need a big target to body guys. A Keenan Allen, an elite route runner. All due respect to DeAndre Carter, who had a good game. Everett had a good game, but you need those other guys to step up. And unfortunately, they just didn't have the depth last night. And the 49ers did, who are getting healthy at the right time. You saw McCaffrey get the touches. Mitchell, they were splitting it up. Do we have a running back controversy? Is is Eli Mitchell RB1? Relax. Relax. 18 carries, 89 yards. It's a good problem to have. Got Debo in there, four attempts, 27 yards. Even had Jimmy trying to scrub. Oh, Jimmy. Let's go down, Jimmy. He had that one scramble. I believe it was either early third or late second quarter where they're on their, like, their own 20. And I was like, there was just it was just wide open. If Jimmy just scrambled, cut to the outside, he could have ran for at least like five or six yards, got the first down. He cut inside, and I was like, oh, my God, please just fall. Almost just got murdered. You got the you got the job done. Jimmy was nineteen to twenty eight, two forty. Got the job done. He had some good balls. I was impressed, as impressed as you could be with a zero touchdown, zero interception performance. But he didn't turn the ball over, right? And the Forty ers they limited the opportunities of the Chargers. There was the Ayuk fumble. There was the blocked punt. But you know what? They held their own. They held their own. And we're going to hear from Kyle Shanahan. We're going to hear from Jimmy Garoppolo, Fred Warner, Nick Bosa. Hell of a win. Gotta have it. It was a gotta have it win. And they got it. And I talked about the crazy slate leading up to this game. And it started... In Germany, with the Seattle Seahawks losing to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady, 2-0 post-divorce, by the way. Oh, interesting. Looked good, didn't he? That defense. I was telling the roast chat, Bonte Shasky and Lubman, I don't want anything to do with that guy in the playoffs. I don't. Like, you can underestimate that that man, that team, all you want because of the struggles in his personal life, maybe. Maybe they're leaking onto the field. Maybe that's what you think. Give Tom some adversity. It's like Michael Jordan, The Last Dance, and I took that personally. Hey, good luck. That's all I'm going to say. Good luck. And they helped you out, 49ers fans. Big win over the Seattle Seahawks. Niners gain a game. And we're looking at that Thursday night showdown between those two on December 15th, right around Christmas time. Could be a Christmas gift for the 49ers. That could be for the division. Could be. 
I was ready to throw dirt on that Seahawks team early. I was like, oh, Geno Smith, all right, he's coming back down to earth. He made some big-time throws. Big time. They were shutting down Walker early. And hey, credit to the Bucks. They finally stepped up. And they were clutch. They handled the Seahawks. So big win there. The Vikings. I'm, I was stunned. Even though I picked them, shout out spread formation, Willard and Dibs. All our picks every week. Check it out. Kyle Spadone. Good week, by the way. Great week. Culminates tonight with the Washington Commanders and Philadelphia Eagles. But I was on the Vikings plus three and a half. And man, I was not feeling great about it when I saw that Josh Allen was starting. I thought he was out. This guy was just talking all week like, oh, season could be over. Tommy John surgery. I was like, stop. Up 24 to 10 at halftime. I was like, okay, this is over. And they don't call him Kirk clutchins for nothing ladies and gentlemen you heard it all right here on 95 7 the game we had that game live it's impressive we'll get to our contenders and pretenders every wednesday at 5 30 right here on 95 7 the game we'll look at all the division leaders and discuss whether they are true super bowl contenders or not they might they might be eking their way into that contender for the first time all season they might be Okay, let me hear it, Kurt. You like that? You like that? I, I did like that. That was a fun game. And we had another overtime game right after that. You saw the Cowboys choke in the second half against the Packers. I'm sure that was a nice little appetizer for 49ers fans to watch that. A little choke job from Mike McCarthy's return to Lambeau. Dak tightening up. Although... I will say on that 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 drive, what was it third and ten or six or whatever it was overtime? Cowboys got the ball. They're in Packers territory, and there was a clear pi on CD Lamb that was not called. But as I said, 49ers fans aren't going to shed a tear at that. And eh, Aaron Rodgers winning. I guess we'll we'll allow it for if it's they're beating the Cowboys. Packers not done yet. Four and six. If they can go on a little bit of a run. One of those teams right behind the Niners. Got to look out. But the Niners, they handled their business against Los Angeles Chargers. Welcome in, everybody. This is the pregame show. I am Joe Spadoni. And if you want to get involved, as always, it's 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. Call or text the Xfinity Mobile text line, 888-957-9570. Your thoughts. Were you impressed by this victory? Where you left a little, you know, like, dis- not disappointed, but feel like they left a little meat on the bone? As a, someone who had the San Francisco 49ers minus 7.5, I was frustrated a little bit at that play calling towards the end of the game where I wanted Shani to put that thing away. I had multiple opportunities. Alexis kicked the field goal. Justin Herbert throws a pick to Hufanga. Night-night. Game was over. So, I'm not gonna. You're not gonna complain about a victory. You never complain about a victory. But you know what? I like a lot of people watching this game going into it. The Sunday Night Football crew. I thought that was gonna be the kiss of death. They all picked the Niners, so they had that going against them too. But listen, 
Chargers are beating up team. And I know Justin Herbert, he's been dealing with a lot of injuries and stuff like that. He's still Justin Herbert. But DeAndre Carter, really? That's the guy? And maybe I should be sleeping on him. He stepped up. He made big plays. But when push came to shove, 49ers just dominated him. That defense shut him out second half. Pitched a shutout. Now, would you have liked to have the offense been a little more impressive? Yeah. A touchdown there, I think, at the end changes your perspective a lot. Seven points instead of the three. But, at the same time, it's hard to win in this league. Unless your name is Jeff Saturday, and you got it all figured out, am I right? God. We'll get into that debacle a little later. But it's hard to win in this league. And going in, Chargers, you heard it all week. Bad run defense. Niners, one of the best. Christian McCaffrey, Eli Mitchell. And they started imposing their will towards the end there. And Kyle Shanahan, head coach of the 49ers, talked about his expectations for the run game. Anytime you get that much, when I, I don't know if we were four yards a carry or three point. I think we went to. I think we might have gotten down with the kneels at the end, but we had some big ones, um, which you can get. But that's a tough team. Um, how they mix it up and stuff, and uh, they have a good way of giving you, getting you off the field. And that's why we struggled. I thought down there in the red zone, just being two of five there, and which kind of plays into their hand. That's similar how it was last week watching their Atlanta game. But for the defense, uh, those last two drives come up big, and um, for us to be able to keep sticking with them, I was real proud of our team. It's a good win. Got a lot to be proud of after that, Kyle Shanahan. And here's Shanny talking about the performance of his quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. I think Jimmy made some big plays on third and long, from what I remember. I don't know how many we got, but I know the one that he hit Ray Ray on down the side. That was an off-schedule play. Did a great job finding him. And then the one to George over the middle was a really good job. A great throw by him, progressing to number two, coming across, and a good play by George. But some of those long ones kept us going, and he's always doing a hell of a job with those sneaks. Those sneaks are Jimmy Garoppolo's specialty. If there is one thing he dominates on the offensive side of the ball, excuse me, it is the quarterback sneak. He got stuffed a little bit early on in that third and third and inches, and then you know he's like, No. I'll put the team on my back, literally. I'll get that first down for you, Kyle. And he did that. Hey, I that was the Jimmy Garoppolo performance that if you're you're gonna live with that. Because it was with a win. Now, had they lost that game, left a lot to be desired. But he wasn't going to be the reason they lost that game. He wasn't last night. And they won. They got the job done. But were you impressed by that victory, 49ers fans? 888-957-9570. That's 888-957-9570. Xfinity Mobile Text Line. From the 209, if the Chargers were healthy, the 49ers don't win that game. Eh, it's a war of attrition. Everyone's dealing with injuries. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. I'm not going to shed a tear because the team comes in here less prepared. Go back to that uh, Super Bowl between the Chiefs and Bucks. Chiefs O-line banged up. Ah, yeah. You know, if that, if that O-line of the Chiefs was healthy, you know, they probably won that game. Yeah, I'm sure Tom Brady's just crying over that fact with his six ring. 
Like these things happen. That's part of winning. Being able to step up. And they almost overcame it. I'll give the Chargers a lot of credit. They were in that game far longer than I thought it was going to be. I thought the 49ers were going to run away with that the second half. Like I said, a lot of points left on the board if you're the Chargers, and you had a lot of opportunities. You had the blocked punt. You had the fumble, right? Going into this game, you felt like the only way the Chargers can win it is the turnover battle. And, hey, they were winning it for a while. Couldn't capitalize. Credit to D'Amico Ryans. Credit to that defense pitching a shutout in the second half. That was impressive. That was impressive. And Fred Warner, captain of that defense, linebacker extraordinaire, all pro, he talked about that win building character. I feel like, if anything, these are the type of wins that, that kind of mean more. You know, the ones that you got to scrap out, things might not go your way. And as much as you want to blow a team out, it's like when you're down, how, how are you going to, you know, look each other in the eyes and go out there and compete and try to try to find a way that I think this is what builds character in, within teams and is going to set us up for success later on in the season. Absolutely. Anytime you pitch a shutout, I don't care who the offense is. It could be the worst offense of all time. It could be the 0-16 Detroit Lions, Dan Orlovsky. It's impressive. The guys are going up against week in and week out. They're getting paid too. These guys are first-round picks. Highly touted college players. And yeah, you're going up against Justin Herbert, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Was protected like it last night. We'll get into that too a little later. The Dre Greenlaw ejection. Fair foul. Huh. But those are the kind of wins that a defense can stack up, right? They could start gaining more confidence because you know you own the Rams. You just know that. That's a, always a scheduled dub, it feels like, if you're the 49ers. You just have that confidence going into that game. But prior to that, that Chiefs performance, that had to have been humbling if you're Fred Warner. Getting blown out and almost a 50-burger dropped on you, that had to have hurt. Nick Bosa. You know Bosa. A little disappointing, by the way. No Bosa bros playing against each other. That was... Was looking forward to that. Obviously, Joey dealing with the groin injury couldn't couldn't get going there. That would have been fun. I'm sure a lot of Niners fans aren't losing too much sleep over that. Khalil Mack, by the way, he still was showing out. He still got some uh, juice left in the tank. Looks like. I think he's a free isn't he a free agent coming up after this season. Hmm. We got player options, something like that. They even have player options in the NFL. Look at that that contract here. Yeah. Now nah, he's got two more years. Two more. Just getting a little excited there. Sorry. But no Bosa bros. And Nick Bosa, you know what he does. He just dominates. You saw it in that second half. Just relentless pressure. And he talked about D'Amico Ryans, his head coach. 
I think he's always been a really good coach, and it really comes down to us executing what he calls. And I think he listens to us. He he asks us throughout the game what we like, what we think is going to work, and um, I think that's a big thing, just the communication between us and him. Communication, key to success always. And they were humming that second half. And I can't harp on it enough. Having an elite red zone defense like they had on display last night can't take that for granted. It is a tough thing to do in this league to be that good in the red zone when all the rules are predicated toward the offensive having success. All the rules. Hell, he saw it last night. Trey Greenlaw getting ejected. I went to New York. You can't have one of the faces of your league getting knocked out potentially for multiple games and the player doing so not getting ejected for it. So I understand the league's stance on that. I do. It's a billion-dollar business. They need the eyeballs. They need their stars out on the field. And if Dre Greenlaw needs to get kicked out for the rest of the game to prove a point, they're going to do that. Right call or not? It was the right call, because that is what they are enforcing. If you want to say it's Bush League... I don't know. It looked pretty vicious to me. Right? And Dre Greenlaw, we were talking about it in the chat. Shout out the Morning Roast. Joining you, T-minus 40 minutes. Shasky and Bonte, they're fired up. We were talking about it in the chat. Dre Greenlaw, reckless at times. He is. It's a pattern with him. And I understand that Jimmy Ward's bringing him down and... Dre Greenlaw can't anticipate that when he's already going into it. Still, it looked like he launched at his head to me. It just, it was a dangerous play. It was reckless. Penalty, definitely. The ejection, that's what they're going to enforce every single day of the week. Doesn't matter. We're not going to be talking about that much. You know why? This is a 49ers one. So who cares? But it was the right, the uh, check that, the right call. And here's how it sounded on Sunday Night Football on NBC. They're not going to let him feel comfortable this time. They're up. Third and six. Niners bringing some pressure. Herbert got away from one. He's on the run. And he's going to get close to the first down. Direct shot there. Ball comes out late. Herbert on a knee here. A flag is down as well. So a lot going on with 30 seconds remaining. Anytime you hear the opposing crowd going, ooh, you hear that? Let's play that one more time, real quick. I just want to hear that part. I'll fade it down. They're not going to let him feel comfortable this time. They're up. Third and six. Niners bringing some pressure. Herbert got away from one. He's on the run, and he's going to get close to the first down. You hear that? Ooh, just in the background. It was vicious. And you know what? You may not like it, 49ers fans, the ejection, but that actually helped you win the game. And in hindsight, right? Chase Daniel, did it, they had 30 seconds. Some timeouts. And Chase Daniel had to come in for Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert couldn't finish the half. That was huge. Had to settle for a field goal. Another one. And... That deficit going into halftime, like, it changed everything to me. 
again, that red zone defense coming through. Let me know your thoughts. 888-957-9570. Xfinity Mobile text line. But going into the half, 16-10 to 10, as opposed to 20-10, to 10, that's huge. Especially when you know the 49ers are getting the ball in the second half. I think that was the series of the game, if you will. And you may not have liked it at the time, the ejection, but in hindsight... That that helped. The big picture. It absolutely helped. Good to see Christian McCaffrey, who didn't eh, run the run the ball extremely well. Fourteen attempts, thirty eight yards. Eli Mitchell was getting the big runs. Eighteen carries, eighty nine yards, averaging five four point nine, but five a carry for him. Good to see Eli back. Shout out the book of Eli. Denzel Washington. Good to see CMC getting a touchdown in the red and gold. It was a fantastic block in front that really set up that play. They didn't sub, so they don't have to wait. McCaffrey to the goal line. In for the touchdown. The flag down is going to be offside on the Chargers. McCaffrey's score gives the Niners the lead. CMC up the middle. Niners never looked back. They took the lead there. Didn't relinquish it. They go on to win 22 to 16, improved to 5 and 4. Chargers dropped to 5 and 4. They're still second in the AFC West. They're looking fine. Both these teams are making the playoffs. Lock it in. Both in kind of terrible divisions now, top heavy. If you just look if you're just basing off last weekend. Just Real quick on the AFC West side, Raiders stink. They're in shambles. They're the worst team in the league. I'm saying it right now. Absolutely atrocious. Don't even belong. Losing to high school coaches. Denver Broncos. Another loss. They're done. They're not good. That offense isn't getting better anytime soon. I think I saw it was uh, saw on Twitter. It was Benjamin Albrecht. He covers the Broncos up in, up in Colorado. He's an NFL insider guy. The AFC made a good point. The AFC West could potentially fire three of their coaches. Two of them first-year coaches, too, with that team. It's pretty remarkable. Going into the season, we were talking about the AFC beast. Check that. The AFC West being the best, but it's now the AFC East being the beast. All those teams look like they could make a run. They could all go make the playoffs in that AFC East. It's pretty wild. The Bills are now third after losing that game to the Minnesota Vikings, but... AFC West top-heavy. Chargers and Chiefs should make it. And then you look now at the NFC West. Rams are done. They're cooked. They're just bad. Injuries all around. Stafford couldn't go. Colt McCoy, looking like his old Texas self. Got the dub yesterday against the Rams, their rival. I think he had to leave the game, though. Trace McSorley came in. That's too bad. But again, the Niners, the Seahawks, pretty confident both those teams make it. They had the graphic on Sunday Night Football last night at NBC. 70% chance both those teams make it, and I like their chances a lot. And speaking of a lot, still got a lot to get to here on the pregame show with Joe Spadoni. As always, if you want to get involved, it's 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570.
Were you satisfied, 49ers fans, with that victory? Were you satisfied? Or did you want more? Plus, on the other side, the worst loss in the history of football that occurred down in the desert. I will give my thoughts on that. And you know what? The Warriors haven't won on the road. Yikes. Maybe spend a little minute or two on that. But it's a football Monday, a victory Monday here at 95.7 The Game. The GOAT, Jerry Rice, by the way, joining the morning roast today at 8.30. You're going to be locked into that. You saw Jerry on the broadcast. He's always out there on Sunday Night Football. He had his GOAT fuel out. like to see Jerry. He could have ran around. He could have got a tug yesterday, Kyle. He should have just put him in. Go for it. Throw that fade, Jimmy. So got a lot to get to on the pregame show. I am Joe Spadoni. This is 95.7 The Game. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back to the pregame show. I am Joe Spadoni. As always... if you want to get involved. Xfinity Mobile Text Line. 49ers beat the Chargers 22-16. Improved to 5-4. Chargers dropped to 5-4. Were you impressed, 49ers fans? Was that an impressive victory for you? Or was that just one of them? It's like, you know what? We won. It's all I care about. I'm happy for the rest of the week. The mentals are good. Vibes are good. It's good. It's all good. It's good. Or, like Shani, you left a lot of meat on the bone. And the Chargers were a beaten up team with no offensive weapons. No Joey Bosa. We should have handled that team. So I pose the question. Were you... Satisfied with the win last night, 49ers fans? Let me know. 888-957-9570. Got a lot to get to still here for you. Got one more segment after this before handing it over to Bonte and Chassie, the morning roast. They got the GOAT Jerry Rice at 8.30. Fired up about that. I'm sure Jerry's fired up over that win. Memories. Having Being in a Niners uniform. Beating the Chargers. It's their last Super Bowl win. They've been chasing that ever since. Get back on that mountaintop. Been close. Been real close. And they're hoping this season could finally happen. In the NFC, it's wide open. It's still wide open. Although that Vikings win. Kirk Cousins got it done against Josh freaking Allen. Had to have been the win of his... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Career, at least in the regular season. I know he has that win over the Saints in the playoffs, but my goodness. What a game. What two games back-to-back leading in to that Sunday Night Football then you got the Cowboys choking at Lambeau Field. A little bittersweet. You don't like Aaron seeing Aaron Rodgers win if you're a 49ers fan, but you love seeing the Cowboys lose more than more than you like seeing Aaron Rodgers win. So, you know, it is what it is. Hate seeing Aaron Rodgers win. I say like. Yeah. On the Xfinity Mobile Text line from the 4015, that's a 3 on the Arnold impress- impression. Eh, I'll take it. Wasn't the best. No, that's my Arnold. That's all I got for my Arnold. No, it's just a a noise from the six oh nine. Great job, Niners offense needs to play better. They have they have to. They have too much firepower to struggle on offense at times. Okay, yeah, I agree. They they left a lot of points on the board. I felt like Shanahan should have gone for the throat there, not give. Herbert, another chance. Turns out he trusts his defense that was already pitching a shutout. He trusted D'Amico Ryans. He trusted Fred Warner, Nick Bosa, Hufanga, that iced it. And here's how that sounded. No timeouts, 53 seconds. Need a touchdown. Sideline shot. That ball is Hufanga picking it off. And run out of bounds. At the 42-yard line, Omena, who got the pressure, got the arm, who flung against the pick, and the Niners are going to get the victory. That was a great interception, by the way. I totally thought that hit the ground when I first saw it. I was like, oh, we'll get another opportunity. I don't know. I, at first, I, it just looked like Justin Herbert was throwing it to the no man's. I was like, what the hell are you doing? But ball was hit, and then that's just elite ball skills. From Hufanga. You can't teach that. Being able to get the fingertips to cradle it while simultaneously rolling over onto your back as you're diving for the ball, you can't teach that. I'm sorry. You either got that skill or you don't. And the greats have it. The Palomalus, the Reeds, the Woodsons. And I'm not saying he's up there with those guys yet, but he makes plays. Like those guys do. Absolutely makes plays. Got burned early on that first series. First drive, I should say. For the Los Angeles Char- Chargers. Got burned. There's a dime from Herbert to Carter. Made up for it there. Iced the game. And I'll say this about Justin Herbert. Because there was two times there where I was texting my buddy who's big, big Chargers fan. Shout out E-Dog. E-Money. I was like, Herbert time, bolt up, baby. Said literally within the span of just a couple minutes because the Niners got that field goal and gave it right back to him. And both times he was excited. I was like, ugh. And I did not feel like... I I wasn't scared for the 49ers. Like, if I was a 49ers fan watching that, even in the stadium, I was like, oh, Justin Herbert with a minute left. I was like, eh, so what? 
That's how Kyle Shanahan felt because he went for the three points and was like, you know what, D'Amico, just finish these guys. And that's what happened. Herbert does not put the fear of God into me as an opposing fan like a Mahomes does. Like, give me Mahomes, and I don't even care if it, what the offensive line is or the weaponry. And if he had a minute left, I would be frightened. Don't feel that way with Herbert. And he's young. He's got opportunities to show me down the line. But all, that offensive line was getting beaten. He was getting skittish in the pocket. He was getting pressured, turning it over on the fourth down. And that's what this 49ers defense can do. They're scary. When you got Bosa coming after you, Drake Jackson, right? Warner. Say what you will about the ejection. The Greenlaw hit. That set a tone leading into that second half. That was huge. And we'll get into more of the Niners coming up. we got one more segment here for you before tossing over to the morning roast. Bonte and Shasky, they're fired up. Shasky's in here. Maybe we'll do a little crosstalk leading into the show with Joe Shasky. But real quick. I just want to get this off the chest. Now we got a couple minutes here left in the break. What I saw in Las Vegas, Nevada yesterday at Allegiant Stadium was a disgrace. It was an absolute disgrace. A high school football coach in Jeff Saturday, who was more equipped to run a fantasy football league than he is an NFL team, rolled into town with 50-year-old Matt Ryan, a terrible offensive line, a bad defense, and whooped your ass. That's what happened yesterday. Josh McDaniels got punked by a guy more suited for fantasy football than real football. Josh McDaniels, the guy that everyone was calling an offensive genius for his time in New England. Yeah, that guy. Lost to a high school football coach. That's no joke. And all due respect to Jeff Saturday, he's a great player. Never been a coach at the collegiate level, let alone the pro level. Like, are you serious? Your quarterback's breaking down in tears because he knows that he's going to be the scapegoat for all this. He knows. Derek Carr knows. He was crying post-game after that loss. Drops the team to 2-7. and seven. They're done. They were done before that. They would have been 3-6 and six if they won. Who cares? They stink. You're not competing with any other of those teams in the AFC West. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you beat the Broncos. Congratulations. Everyone beats the Broncos. They suck too. But are you, are you serious with that effort? You let Jonathan Taylor, who I have on fantasy, by the way, have one of his best games of the season, who hasn't done diddly poo? Josh McDaniels needs to be fired. It's inexcusable. Losing to Jeff Saturday... A guy that was calling your team out on Twitter. He was a Twitter analyst. He was on ESPN saying how bad you were. And he's like, you know what? These guys are so bad. Watch this. I'm going to go take a job and beat them to show you how bad they are. And that's what he did. Jim Mercer, that's got to feel good, right? The guy that left you at the altar a few years back before you hired Frank Reich. 
Josh McDaniels is a clown. Mark Davis, he's going to be a clown if he keeps this guy, too. I don't want to hear about money. Ah, oh, but the, I don't think he has enough money to uh, that contract. You see those numbers? I don't care. This clown out of here. Made the playoffs last year. The guy who killed someone, your number one wide receiver killed a person. You lost him. You lost your head coach to racist emails. Right? You found a way to win, go to the playoffs then with Rich Pisacci, a guy who's never been a head coach. Been in the league forever. Never been a head coach. Guy was a leader of men, I'll say that. He understood players. Josh McDaniels, he doesn't understand crap. He has the emotional connection to a fan base. Like a comedy. Like the emotional connection of the movie Dumb and Dumber. I felt more tears from Lloyd Christmas when he was talking to Harry. Saying he doesn't have a nobody. He's sick and tired of it. Felt more tears from that than when I hear from Josh McDaniels when he talks to his fan base after loss. Oh, it's a broken record. Yeah, and you're the record player, my guy. You're the record player. You stink. And I'm sorry, Raider Nation, that you have to deal with that. I do. I needed to spend some time on that. Your quarterback's crying post-game. And you know what? I'm not going to harp on Derek Carr. Guy's been through a lot. In his career. Six NFL coaches. This is his sixth. And you know what? The sixth is probably going to be the last one. Got a lot to get to still here on the pregame show. One more segment before tossing it over to Bonte and Shasky. 49ers, they beat the Los Angeles Chargers 22-16. to Put a bow on that. Hear more from Jimmy Garoppolo. Joe Shasky will join me for a couple minutes leading into the morning roast. This is the pregame show. I am Joe Spadoni. 95-7 the game. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Ooh, a little Jay-Z here on a Monday. Welcome in. This is the pregame show. I am Joe Spadoni. The 49ers are big pimping. They win 22-16 to over the Los Angeles. Go Chargers, go Improved to five and four. Chargers dropped to five and four. We had a basketball game in Sacramento last night. We did. Involved the Golden State Warriors. You know the Kings. You just saw them a week ago. Eked one out. Shot clock turned off. Warriors won't foul. And Golden State will have to try to salvage a series win in April. April the 6th is the next time these two clubs will see each other. And the Warriors still without a road win. The defending champions will fall here in Sacramento. Your final score, the Kings 122, the Warriors 115. Warriors haven't won on the road. It's concerning. They're 5-8. and eight. Kings improved to 6 and 6, 500. Look at them plucky Kings. They're not plucky by the way. They're legit. Kings are going to be a playoff team, at least in the picture. I mean, everyone's in the playoff picture these days, the play-in game, but you get what I'm saying. Keegan Murray, impressive 21 points. It's a bonus. Man, 
26 and 22. 22 boards, wow. Fox doing what he does, 22. Herder doing a lot of chatter this week about the calls not going their way. Oh, some of the calls went their way last night. They pull it out against the dubs. Warriors, they're back at it tonight against the Spurs. And Stephen Curry said he was going to play. Said he was going to play. I mean, it wasn't a short, it was a quick bus ride over. It's not like it's not like they're flying over to San Antonio. So they'll be at home back at Chase Center tonight, 7 o'clock. We'll be locked in. All your action here on 95.7 The Game. Join J.D., John Dickinson, 6 o'clock. I'll have you getting ready for that game. Leading into Timothy Roy at Warriors Vox. The great Tim Roy. He'll have the call for you. And don't go anywhere today, folks. Bonte and Shasky are coming up here in, oh, nine minutes or so. You got the goat, Jerry Rice. Jerry bleeping Rice. 8.30. You saw the goat on TV last night. They did a little plug for his goat feel, too. You guys see that? He was holding it up. It looked like his kids were around him. That was cool. Love Jerry. He's got the best seat in the house, by the way. He's always in those nice suits. He has the cocktail going. Jerry's just got it made. He does. And he'll be joining the boys at 830 right here on 95.7 The Game. San Francisco 49ers beat the Los Angeles Chargers 22-16. to Were you satisfied with that victory, 49ers fans? Were you satisfied? Shout out Snickers. That's a one. Yeah, Kyle not has had an agreement. Shout out Kyle Madsen. Doing double duty with me today. But the Xfinity Mobile text line, and you can join in at 888-957-9570. It's 888-957-9570. Are you satisfied? From the 510 on the Xfinity Mobile text line, Hufanga has football in his DNA. Boy, does he. That guy just makes plays. You hear it all the time. You'll hear it from Baldy when we have him on this week on the morning roast. He just makes plays. You see that with guys like Diggs over at Dallas. You've seen it in the past. I mentioned Polamalu, Woodson, Reed. And I'm not saying Hufang is on that level yet. Clearly, those guys are first ballot Hall of Famers, some of the best to ever do it. And Ufanga got burned in that first series when Herbert threw a dot to Carter. But as Joe Shasky walks in here, host of the morning roast with Bonte Hill, you can't teach that kind of interception that Hufanga had. The, the laying out with the fingertips and being simultaneously rolling onto your back, trying to cradle it against your chest, that is so difficult to do. Yes. And I thought initially on the replay, I was like, there's no way he intercepted that. That, that hit the ground, right? And yeah. then they show it. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, he's got great ball skills. It's, it's elite. He really does. Elite. I mean, Gibson's had like four hit him in the chest this year, <laughs> and he hasn't come down with one of them. Uh, and Hufanga is just diving all over the place. I mean, it's just, look, the Niners haven't had a safety have four-plus uh, interceptions since Eric Reed. 
That's 20, that's wild. 2013. Eric Reed, man. I know. I know. He was a good player for he the was. Niners. And then they switched his position. The defense depreciated around him. And the league blackballed him. And yeah. I never heard it from him again. I know. It's unfortunate. I know. Look, that was a nice win last night. And I know, you know everyone's looking for style points. I would love to have put them away. I think I look at that game a lot different if they would have just scored six at the end. Yeah. Um, but I, it's not the end of the world. I love the way the defense is looking. They suffocated. And they've really altered their game plan at halftime. This is now a couple weeks in a row where you've seen them adjust at halftime. Offensively, the one-two punch of McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell and then riding Elijah Mitchell's hot hand. Gosh, he looks so good. It's Great impressive. vision. It's impressive. D'Amico Ryan's Shasky pitching a shutout in that second half, and I Beautiful. know the Chargers are banged up. Everyone's banged up. Like, I'm not going to hear like, sit there like, oh, like, style points like you said, but... Justin Herbert is an elite quarterback. He he's, is a, he's really he's, good. He was making some sick throws. <laughs> he's really good. And they were just able to dominate him in that yeah. second half. Yeah, he throws a really pretty ball. He does. Know. He does. I will say that. Like, he's got ball. the hair. He's yeah. got the size. Jade, we were watching last night. He's like, oh, he's cute. I was like, relax. All right. <laughs> Guy looks like he's 15 still. <laughs> well, and, and like, you know, I don't know what you guys were doing uh, watching the game at home, but I'm at the game and I'm watching Herbert go over to the blue tent, right? This is after the, the Greenlaw hit. And I'm watching them take the helmet away from him. It's interesting. Now that that's such a big part of the game, uh, the injuries, the concussions, I would like a little transparency. So did the broadcast explain? Because he had no helmet. They took his helmet away. And so you're going to take the helmet away for a couple of plays, and then they gave it back to him? Because I watched him run off the field before halftime with the helmet in hand. And I I just don't know. How is is the broadcast explaining that to you They were just explaining that he went to the medical tent, Uh had to do the independent neurologist test, right? So they felt like, and, they, and then you saw him on the sideline holding his helmet. Then they pan, zoomed in on him, talking to his face. He's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. And stuff like that. Gotcha. And so I think they just wanted to be precautionary, keep him out. And by the way, it'd probably be a bad look if they just threw him in right there, too. Staley would probably be like, you know what? We got a couple plays here. Let's well, just. But it was a huge play because if he comes back in, oh. they they were driving. 100%. Like, I feel like they were going to score a touchdown there. That changed everything. But I think the bigger issue is the protocol. So the let's pro- Yeah, just- I was very... Yes, they did. They weren't clear to the protocol f- from what I heard on the broadcast. Well, okay. Like, it was just independent neurologist, and then he came back, and then they interviewed Staley. He's like, oh, yeah, he's good to go. I was well, like, okay. Well, I don't, even, I don't even care about that. If they did it, you know, who knows what goes on in the yeah. Blue Tent. But, like, my whole thing is, like, I thought it was supposed to be somebody up in the sky, right? So that, like, whenever there's a big hit, for example, like, I got smashed and then fumbled, right? I'm saying, oh, well... Someone up in the sky is going to go talk because it looked like a helmet to helmet. Yeah. Someone's going to grab Ayuk and he's going to miss at least a play or two and he's going to come off the field immediately. Herbert was still in the huddle and it, I don't know if it was Shanahan losing his mind. I think or it was. Would... I think it was Shanahan and I, that's a great call because I was yelling from my seat like, "Get him out of this game at yeah. least for a play." Yeah, that's what Shanahan was saying and like I don't know if it was for his health. Shanahan was saying <laughs> it, but he was definitely saying, "Get this guy to the game" because he definitely took a knee after and he was like, he had to collect his thoughts. That's what like, I'm saying. And if you and that's the new rule now. It's the two rule. If you show after a big hit that you might be a little wobbly, 100%. discombobulated, they're like, all right, get this guy out of here. But it does seem to feel like that happens at least once every couple of plays, and then the NFL's like, eh, yeah. okay, maybe not. But Justin Herbert, like you said, he is a face of the league. He's one of the best oh, quarterbacks. He's a darling. And the call itself, Jasky, I know a lot of people are up in arms. It's like, oh, it's Bush League and something like that. 
That is exactly what the league is trying to get away from. Uh, if you I'm lose you. Justin Herbert, I'm one of the you. faces of your franchise, you lose eyeballs. Did you see the did, next two plays? Did you see Chase Daniel? It was horrible. It sucks. I was like, keep him in this game. It's awful. No, but but like, here's the thing with, with Greenlaw. He's got a history, and I like Greenlaw a lot. He runs around. Uh, the game is so hard. It's so fast. It's so violent. Like, I, I'm not trying to isolate him, but he does have a history of recklessness, and that's yes. the way I would file it. And Bonte said that in our group, and I think he was 100% right. Uh, just recklessness. He's coming down. Now, it's a tough play. At first, in live, I thought he got pushed into the dude. Then you see the replay. I only saw it twice on, uh, on the, on the, a lot last on the night, big yeah. screen, and then I had to go to Twitter, obviously, later. My Twitter wasn't... Internet was not working at the stadium. Oh, I know, the big selling point 10 years ago. But... <laughs> um, so like then you see it and you're like oh dude he hit the head like you just can't do that anymore no like, Jimmy Ward's bringing him down it's tough and, and Collins was trying to make a point like hey listen I know like it should have been a penalty but it's hard for him to gauge because Ward's bringing him down but he looked like he launched dude I and know that's an immediate and even in the college level that's an immediate well, ejection and I know this is in college but again if Herbert it was out for a couple games after that the league's feeling great about ejecting Dre Greenlaw because when, that's exactly what they're trying to get away from it Okay, I don't want to take it as far as the Vontez perfect Antonio Brown hit, but those kinds of ones where your head is exposed and here comes a guy to kind of, you know, guillotine you, if you will. Like, yes, that is what they're trying to adjudicate at, which I understand. Like, I yeah. do. You got to make it somewhat safe or at least have the impression yes. of safety. But, like, I'm not up in arms of him getting ejected. Like, I get, I get what the league's trying to do because if that was our quarterback, I would want the other guy ejected as well. Absolutely. And you know what? It's a lot easier to swallow when you pitch a shutout in the second half after that. You just give up a field goal, and then you know what? That's it. So, I know. And, and it literally, I was mentioning earlier, I was like, low-key, it was a huge play because Chase Daniels come play. in and they had to settle for a field well, goal. 20 to 10 going into half look, is a lot different than 16 to whatever it was. Yeah, 16 to 10. So uh, I was, All I was thinking about the entire game was, wow. Thank God there's no Keenan Allen. Wow. Thank God there's no Mike Williams. How many times did the Niners stuff them early in the first half and like held them to a field goal and you're like, all if he just has that guy he could throw it up to, this is a different game. That red zone defense changed everything. Like with without a Mike Williams, without a guy big target or an elite route runner like a Keenan Allen, that just changed everything. Like all due respect to DeAndre Carter and Jared Leverett, like you guys aren't getting it done. No. All right, all right. We got we're running up against it here, Shasky. I appreciate you coming in, man. I'm as fired always, up. I'm fired. This is a it's a victory Monday. Seattle the day. loses. Niners Seattle. win. Hey, Brady. Tommy two and zero since divorce. Talked about that a little bit. Don't sleep on him. Don't sleep on him. <laughs> all right, Bonte Hill, Joe Shasky. They're coming up next. Morning roast. The goat, Jerry Rice, Joe Shasky. Yeah. Eight thirty. Running routes last Dude, night. Dude, he was like, hey. Jerry on Sunday Night Football is a mood. That's all I'm going to say. I'm with you on that. All right. Shasky Shasky and Hill coming up next. Morning Roast. This was the pregame show, 95.7 The Game. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.